Black is a New Black Podcast, a podcast tailored to and fully engulfed in Black culture in its entirety. There's a new resurgence of Black excellence. There's a new generation of Black individuals that are excelling, beautiful, bold, and proud, and unapologetically Black. This podcast is for us, so vibe with me. Hey guys, this is Courtney. I'm recording this as an update for you all to let you guys know, give you guys an update on everything that's been going on as of lately. And it's with an extremely heavy heart. That's honestly an understatement, but it's with an extremely heavy heart to tell you guys that Brandon passed away on June 30th. I'm not sure when you guys are listening to this recording. So with that being said, you know, my brother Brandon passed away June 30th of 2020. I know a lot of you guys are completely shocked by this news. Some people are broken because of it. Some people are confused. They have a lot of questions. And they want answers to what happened to Brandon. Um, Brandon contacted me on June 22nd and he shared with me that he wasn't feeling well and that he suspected that it could be COVID. My first reaction was honestly, fuck. That was my reaction. That was the response that I gave him. Um, And uh, I told him to go get tested to ensure that it was COVID or not. And unfortunately, my brother never made it to go get tested to see if he had COVID or not. But he suspected that he did. Um, I checked in with him every single day. Every single day to see how he was doing. To see how he felt. And... Um, you know, he told me that he was up and down. Some days he didn't feel good. Some days he felt slightly better. He asked me if there were things that he can get to, uh, get well, anything over the counter. And I explained to him, you know, that there's no cure for COVID at the moment, that the main way to fight it is to boost up the immune system. So I gave him different recipes and told him to do certain things to ensure that his body would be strong enough to fight it if that was COVID, but most importantly, to get tested so that we know exactly what we're dealing with. 
Um, some days were hard to get in touch with him because um, I know for sure that my brother was tired. He was fatigued. And I was talking to his girlfriend throughout some of that time. And I didn't want to bother him. I didn't want to burden him. I also didn't want to scare him, you know. Um, so, you know, I know I know for sure that whenever I would call Brandon, he, he would always answer. So when my phone call started to go unanswered, I realized that, you know, I'm just going to fall back a little bit and give him the space that he desperately needs in order to fight this. But, you know, I would receive an update every day that, you know, he was getting better and, you know, how he would feel. And, you know, we were talking about him bouncing back 100% and how we both can't wait for that day to come. And um, I received a call on July 1st that he passed away. And it still doesn't register. It still doesn't make sense because Brandon was fairly a healthy guy, 34 years old, young. And um, he had more years ahead of him than he had behind him. So to get that call, you know, I thought maybe thought the call was, you know, that maybe he went to the hospital, maybe he didn't get better and he was in the hospital, or that, you know, he went and got tested and it was or wasn't COVID. I never thought in a million years that it would be the call that I received. Um, I had questions for his girlfriend Obviously, you know, she couldn't answer some of them because it didn't make sense to her either. She explained that when she left the home for work, that her and Brandon were joking. He was laughing with her and she asked him, is there anything that he needed? How was he feeling? Was he okay? Did he need to go to the hospital? And he said, no, he said that he was okay. And, um... He later passed away that same day at home with his daughter. Um, just knowing Brandon personally, one of Brandon's things is that, man, he, he never wants to be a burden on anyone's life. He was, he was such a proudful person, sometimes too proudful. I used to beat up on him like, come on, man, <laughs> you gotta, gotta let me know when you need things. But that was just Brandon, you know, he, um, he was a go-getter. He, he wasn't the type of man to have his hand out. But certain text messages that I received from him, you know, I, I knew that my brother wasn't wasn't well. But I also knew that he felt uncomfortable to go to the hospital, and rightfully so. But I also knew that 
he would have never wanted to pass away the way the way that he did he would he would have never wanted that to happen that way and that pains me i think that pains everybody that personally knows brandon um my heart goes out to his daughter his daughter kamaria His daughter Kamaria, man, he uh, he loved her. He loved her deeply. He never backed away from his responsibilities as a man, as a father. He literally, to me, was the epitome of a black man. He was protective of his tribe. He was protective of his friends, his family. Everybody that knew Brandon felt his protection. He was supportive, man. Brandon supported everyone that was in close proximity to him. He was completely loving. He was selfless. You know, it feels it feels weird recording by myself right now. I never wanted to do this by myself. I never I never wanted to do this without my brother. And he knows that. He knew that and he still knows that. And this is my third time recording this. Because it just doesn't it doesn't feel right. It just doesn't make sense. Uh, it hurts so much. Saying that he's no longer here just doesn't, not hearing him through my headphones, not holding conversation, just, uh, but I just kept hearing it in my mind. I just kept hearing Brandon. He kept talking to me. He kept working on me. He kept telling me. You got to keep it going, fam. You got to keep moving forward. Because that's who he was, you know. He was he was supportive in that way. He's still supportive, you know. And this podcast, this podcast, he adored this podcast. This, this podcast meant a lot to Brandon. I honestly think that it meant more to him than it did to me. And the way that Brandon's support was set up, he he gave me the space that I needed. He gave me time and space to return back to the podcast naturally, but he never gave up on it. He never gave up on me. He never stopped seeing the vision that we saw so long ago for this platform and as hard as it may be to sit up here and record this right now, I have to honor my brother in a way of what he would want, you know?
he would want this podcast to keep going. And and it will. I can't I can't say when new content will come out, but it will come out for Brandon and always for Brandon. This isn't for me. This isn't for me. Cuz if it were for me, I wouldn't even do it. I'm just being honest. Um I ended up setting up a GoFundMe for Brandon's daughter because I honestly didn't know what else to do. I didn't know how else to support my brother and his daughter and his family's little sister, his girl, you know, they just, they're weighing heavily on my heart. All of his friends, his homies, everybody, every life that Brandon ever touched. All of you guys are weighing heavily on my heart. Brandon touched a lot of lives, yo. He he was a beacon of light. He was a true facilitator, to say the least. He bridged the gaps in people's lives. He brought people together. He had that he had that way with him. He was able to bring significant relationships together and some of the some of the people that I met through Brandon you guys will forever be mine his family is forever mine his tribe is forever mine I'm forever yours um a lot of you might not know how I met Brandon, but I met Brandon through a, a good friend of mine, Joey, because I was looking for a barber. I wanted to cut my locks. I just wanted to, you know, I wanted to start anew. I wanted a new start, a fresh start. I was going into a new transition in my life, and it was time for me to rid myself of the, the energy within my hair. Some of you may believe it, some of you may not, but there's a great significance in cut, cutting your hair. And um, the moment I met Brandon, I knew that that would be my friend. I jokingly said it to him, but not joking, but jokingly, I said, man, you're cutting my locks. You don't know how, how significant this is. You're going to be my friend. You're going to be my friend for life. And that's exactly what happened. He was my friend for life. He became my best friend. When I met Brandon, it was like our our spirits connected. When I met Brandon, it felt like I was home. Like I had finally... I was finally reunited with someone that I knew before here. Brandon was truly my soulmate. All soulmates aren't supposed to be romantic. 
most of our soulmates are people that we call friends. And I don't have a lot of friends. I don't have a lot of people that, you know, I, I consider a, a best friend. And he was that for me. He was he was all of that for me and more. And um, he was that for a lot of people. I see some of the things that people are saying about him. I see some of the testimonies, the, the ways that Brandon touched their lives personally. And it's just like, man, my, my brother was a stand-up guy. He was solid. He was loyal. He was humble, but he was cool as hell. He was so cool. He was so cool. To the point where we used to joke amongst ourselves and we used to say how we were cool in real life. You know, a lot of people put on a front. A lot of people not cool in real life, you know. Brandon was cool in real life. And we used to always say that about each other like, man, we fly in real life, you know. It didn't take social media to make us fly. It didn't take having thousands and thousands of followers to make us feel, you know, significant or valued. He was a humble cat, and I never I never understood how somebody so fly and so cold and so cool could be so humble. And it was because it was genuine. He was a genuine person. There's literally any word that you can think of that's positive, any any word that's loving, any any great word that you can think of that exists. You can apply it to Brandon. And most people don't come across people like that. There's not a lot of people like that that exist. And when you come across a person like that, it's like, man, they, they put it, they leave an imprint on your life forever. Like, Him not being here just makes no sense to me. It makes no sense to me at all. And I haven't found any comfort in him not being here. But the one thing that I can take away from him not being here is that now he knows exactly how much I love him because when you love a person deeply, when you you love a person from a place that you can only feel. Words don't do it any justice. Words can't describe that level of love. And Brandon can now directly connect with my spirit. He can directly feel all of the love that I have deep within me for him. Um, a lot of you may not know this. A lot of you guys are new listeners. A lot of you guys are here because of me and not Brandon. And a lot of you guys have reached out to me and said how, you know, 
Brandon has touched your life through this podcast. And I know that that would make him proud. I know that he would be completely honored to know that. He touched lives through sound waves, man, because that's how genuine he was. It was able it was able to be transferred to you all. Some of you are new listeners, but some of you were down since 2017 when we first started this podcast. And um, on the podcast, in certain episodes, he shared how his mother passed away when he was a younger man. And, um, you know, he's reunited with his mother, you know. A lot of you guys also don't know, my father recently passed away. Um, Actually, the same day I found out that Brandon passed is the same day I had to bury my father. And um, it took everything out of me to do that. And uh, Brandon knew that my father had passed. And he was there for me. Brandon was there for me. And um, <clears throat> you know, actually, I believe the same day my father passed, or maybe the next day, that's when Brandon told me he wasn't feeling well. I just want to say to my brother, the brother that never wanted to burden me, the brother who always wanted to uplift me and wanted me to thrive throughout all of the different circumstances that, you know, I may have gone through. You were always there throughout it all. And, um... I know who you are. I know that you would have never wanted to cause any level of pain to anyone. Not just me, but to anyone. But I just want to say to my brother, your transcendence from this realm is not a burden on my life. Finding out about your transcendence when I had to bury my father is not a burden on my life either. I love you. I love you, I love you, I love you so much. This is why I'm doing this. Cause this, I gotta tell y'all, this is not me. This is Brandon. This is Brandon pushing me to do this. I kept hearing his voice in my head to do it. And um, I just want to honor my brother. To honor my brother is to honor his daughter, to honor his family. He protected his family by any means necessary. He, He literally put his life on the line to provide for his family. 
And um, I started a GoFundMe to raise money for his daughter, Kamaria. And I pray that you guys can find it in your heart to give so that we can ensure that his baby is well taken care of. No matter the amount that you find yourself to give, it doesn't even matter. The amount doesn't matter. It's all greatly appreciated. I told his girl when she called me, the moment I found out that my brother was no longer here is the moment I gained a daughter. The saying, it takes a village to raise a child, stands tall in times like these. This is when it applies the most. I know it to be true that if it was me that transitioned on, I know that Brandon would be there for my two children. And this is not an obligation. It's a responsibility. This is a responsibility when you love somebody. You pick up the torch. You never let the torch even fall to the ground. You keep that torch going. You keep it burning and you keep it moving forward. And you keep passing it on. So the GoFundMe is posted literally everywhere. You can find the GoFundMe link everywhere. It's on my personal Instagram page. And you can find me on Instagram at Court Cobain. And that's C-O-U-R-T-C-O-B-A-I-N. It's on the Black is the New Black Instagram page and Twitter. You can find that at Black's the New Black. That's B-L-K-S, the new B-L-K. It's on our Facebook, our Facebook page as well. You can find us on Facebook. Just type in Black is the New Black or, you know, type in the URL, facebook.com um, forward slash Black's the New Black, the same as the Instagram and the Twitter. And there's a donation link on the website. However, I would advise you not to use that particular link. That donation link is for the podcast to keep the podcast moving forward. I would advise you all and highly recommend you all to go directly through GoFundMe to raise money. And I pray we go above the amount that I set. I pray we we pour into him and his family so much so that we go beyond the amount that I initially said, and I prayed it, and I and I have a feeling that we will. All of the donations will go directly to his daughter by way of her mother, and that's for whatever life expenses that they need to thrive. Um. I'm thankful and completely honored to know Brandon. Completely honored. I know Brandon is here with me. 
Even though I hear nothing but silence coming through my headphones, I know that he's here with me because for most of this, throughout all of this, I have been completely lost at, at a loss for words. I It took everything out of me to post what I posted on my personal Instagram page for my brother. It's taken a toll on me to even do this, but I'm gonna forever stay 10 toes down for my mans. He was the epitome of 10 toes down. Man, I'm honored. I'm completely honored to know him because I still know him because we were linked within spirit. It saddens me that he's no longer here, but I'm going to keep this torch going. I'm going to keep it burning and I'm going to keep it moving forward. Brandon was completely proud of this podcast. This podcast, um, like I said, was more of his than it was of mine. He was complete, completely proud of it. We we had so many things in mind for you all. We really believed in finding liberation and freedom for our people. We We believed in giving ourselves to the masses, even if it only changed one life. Brandon really pushed me into that role. It's crazy because, you know, I remember asking him, I remember the day that I asked him if he would come onto the podcast and the moment I asked him and I told him the concept, he was completely down. He was so much so down that he went out and he bought a professional microphone for the podcast. And um, he, he, at that time, he thought that, you know, he was only going to come on the podcast one time, but he still went out and he purchased a microphone. That's the type of guy Brandon was. And I remember he came to me, he said, man, I, you know, I had, I had asked him, I said, yo, like, I, I think I maybe came to him with more concepts of like new episodes. And he was like, man, I was hoping you would ask me to come back on, you know, I, I, this, this, this podcast is going to change lives. It's going to shift the paradigm. And, um, this was back in 2017 and I was like, man, of course. Like, why would I not ask you to come back on? You know, of course. I don't see me doing this without you. And he was completely honored by that. And um, throughout the years, we would step away from the podcast because of life circumstances. But every time that I would hit Brandon up with a new idea. He was always, he always saw it. He saw the vision. Sometimes I feel like he saw the vision more than I did, man. (laughs) 
He saw the vision more than I did. And it was my vision. (laughs) That's just who Brandon was, man. He believed in me that much. He believed in me so much that he brought the best out of me. I created some of my best work because of Brandon. I'm more of a behind the scenes type of person. I don't like being in front of the camera. I don't like being on the microphone too much. I I like to be behind the scenes and push things forward. And um, Brandon made me comfortable to step up into that position. And not only did he hold me up, once we created that, that solid foundation, he stood next to me. But Brandon was an anchor. He was an anchor. He held things down in a way that I have never seen before. What he has done in his life, most haven't done and have lived his life has have lived his age triple. He's done a lot in his life. He's given back so much in his life. And now it's time for us to give back to him. I'm going to continue this podcast. I already talked to some of you guys, and you guys said that you will fill the void. You will take on the space that Brandon once held. And continue to push it forward. And I appreciate you guys for that. Because I know that Brandon would want nothing more than that. Because like I said before, this is not for me. We had the entire year planned out. Everything just... We revamped this podcast multiple times. But this last revamp, it just was... This was it. It's like we, we found... The code, man, we broke the code. And all the little tidbits, all the little nuggets that Brandon would sow into my life and would plant, all the little seeds that he would plant, man, they just blossomed in a way that it just like, man, it was just perfect. This podcast, it just the way that things were were set up. Man, it was just perfect. So to no longer have him here, to to walk this journey with him, it hurts. It hurts so much. Um, he had a lot of things going for himself. He was a hard worker. He, he had a great work ethic. He was motivated. He was determined. He was dedicated. He protected his family and provided for his family by any means necessary. Um, man, he... He just had so much going for himself. Everything was was falling into place for him. Everything was 
perfectly aligned. His hard work was finally about to pay off. He was finally about to see all of the hard work, all of the blood, sweat, and tears come into fruition. And it pains me that he, he's not here to reap the benefits of his labor. It pains me that he's not here to see his daughter grow up. <clears throat> it just pains me. Um, it is weighing heavily on my heart because I know that the climate that we're currently in it made Brandon feel a certain type of way. He took COVID very serious. He didn't play around with it. He wasn't out there hanging out. He wasn't out there goofing off. He wasn't out there acting like it doesn't exist. You know, he didn't have to say it to me, but I knew he was, he was scared for me, you know, because of the line of work that I do. And how I'm directly on the front lines with all of it. But I'm going to tell you, family, this is real. I know that we might not think that it's going to hit us close home, close to home. It's not going to personally affect our lives. It's not going to personally attack us or the people that we hold near and dear. But I know for sure that if Brandon would want you guys to know anything, he would want you guys to know that it's important to take this serious. It's important to stay safe, stay alive. One thing Brandon always wanted, he wanted everybody to thrive. He wanted everybody to have a good life. That's what he wanted. That's who he was. And I honestly feel like he's channeled through me. It's just my voice. I'm just nothing more than a vessel right now. Take care of yourselves, guys. Take it serious. It's not a game. People of all ages are affected by this, this extremely monstr monstrous virus. And, um, you know, my heart goes out to everybody that's affected by this. It really does. I remember I told Brandon after we after the, this last revamp, I was saying to him, "Man, this is this is it. We found it." You know, I said to him, "I said it's like I'm a young Malcolm X and you're a young Bumpy Johnson, and that that correlation resonated with him so hard. It he his reaction to it, man. He he loved that correlation. That correlation was." was true for us. I 
I don't really know what else to say. Um, stay tuned for new content. I'm thinking about putting a Zoom together, the whole space for all of us to have a virtual vigil for uh, Brandon. Um, the Zoom, the Zoom, the Zoom concept comes directly from my family, my All Smoke family. They, I realized how significant Zoom was during this whole quarantine, during this whole pandemic. And I applied Zoom to this platform and we got back nothing but great review reviews. You guys loved it. And um, Brandon also loved when I brought to his attention that, yo, we should bring the homies on to the podcast. And then he loved it even more when I brought the Zoom idea across to him. He loved it. He loved it so much. So in honor of Brandon, I'm going to continue to do it. I'm going to continue to hold space for you guys. And I'm going to continue to allow Brandon to channel through me. Like I said on Instagram, Brandon's life life's work is now my own. His daughter is now my own. His tribe is now my own. I love you guys. I love you guys so much. Thank you for all of the support that you guys have given us throughout the years. Thank you for loving my brother. Thank you for pouring into his life and allowing him to pour into yours. Support was a big theme for Brandon. And it's how we all gonna get free. We gotta remain supportive of each other. I'm gonna stay true to tradition. We always end out each episode to a song. And I remember once upon a time we got a, we got away from that. We um I just started to play random music after every episode. But Brandon, he liked the concept of playing music at the end, but he wanted the music to be completely um he wanted it to be a complete representation or a representative of the conversation at hand he loved that concept he said man that that concept when you play a song at the end that speaks to what we're talking about that's how you end it all family and he was right and that tradition is going to continue on there's a song that just kept weighing on me just kept weighing on me because it's representative of what Brandon and I were and what we still are. And that song is um, The Flyest by Nas featuring AZ. So I'm going to close out the episode to that song. I pray that we all find peace, serenity, and a sound mind in, in such a dark time. I pray that we all allow Brandon to dwell within our hearts, our spirits, our souls, and our minds. I pray that we allow him to inspire us, that we may take away 
a fraction of all the good qualities he stood for and all of the good qualities that he was composed of. If we just took a fraction of my brother, this world would be a better place. And um, like always, stay blessed, remain unapologetic in your blackness, and until next time, y'all, peace to y'all, and to my brother, Peace King. Peace King, Peace King. Listen, they wrote a book in your life. Right. You think anybody will read it? No fucking doubt. Let's make history, homie. All right, then. You know we brought the hoes, clothes, and money rolls <laughs> to the table. No fucking doubt. Time to manifest this. We the flyers, nigga. Bring it to a hole, you know? Gangster, nigga. Niggas better watch your back, it's so cold. Pinky ring shining, so act like y'all know. Bitches in heat for niggas that got dough. We the flyers, gangster. What you don't got is my natural glow. Counting out stacks and macking out hoes. Pushing big dicks and packing our chrome. Follow, I'm like a Lamborghini, Green Diablo, Cool VT, it's like DVD when I flow, feel me, I'm loved like the great, late Malik Silly, the one the player haters hate dearly, but can't near me, homicide can't scare me, I owe Bob by the laws of these streets, sincerely, a real nigga, the type that can build with ya, verbalize, bring life to a steel picture, it's God-given, been blessed with our laws, vision, strength and beauty, truly my only duty is the dodge prison, play with me, I'm modest to them strays, hit me, Regardless the circumstances, I'ma stay filthy Dope forever, the lives stay low forever And fuck niggas, cause it's hard to keep them close together One dependent, no wife, one co-defendant No forms of weakness, I flow with vengeance Niggas better watch your back, it's so cold Pinky ring shining, so act like y'all know Bitches in heat for niggas that got dough We the fire's gangster What you don't got is my natural glow Counting out stacks and macking out hoes Pushing big dicks and packing our chrome We the flyers gangsta I do what I can do when I can do it Feel how I feel when I feel what I'm feeling Live how I live, it's only cause I've been through it Learn to try it like you eat it and shit, it's nothing to it Burn it, light it, weed it, and off the liquor While driving outside, I'll never catch a vehicular homicide My music is a description of my vibe, of course My life, my sights, my thoughts, what I like on my fork Cause you are what you eat, you eat what you can You pray to bless the food, but first you wash your hands To wash away them bad spirits, they'll bring it in your home Once you let them in, they stay and evil be gone, say it I'm proud of Mace for giving himself to the Lord Wonder this faith, think about big anymore Of course, my nigga Hoss got married See shit is changing, we ain't these little niggas no more Running dangerous, I like the bone, I'm a peaceful brother Eat them so much, the girls call me seafood lover Be having they legs shaking, stab them, break them I'm Hercules, Hercules, when having relations the Niggas better watch your back, it's so cold Pinky ring shine, so act like y'all know Bitches in heat for niggas that got dough We the flyers gangster What you don't got is my natural glow uh. Counting out stacks and macking out hoes Pushing big dicks and packing our chrome uh. We the flyers gangster
put this on the soul of our bone. As we hold the Kavon, Kamikaze style. Hold the cast, coaching us on. Yo, it's killer be killed. Understand, villa be real. A 40 shot spectrum, make your whole embassy nail. Identity seal, protected by our energy shield. And fuck a drop, cause that's that shit that got Kennedy killed. Close the book, was taught never expose a crook. Between a knight and a bishop, wanna knock your book. I'm a rare breed, never had a fear to leave. I ain't like niggas with sight, too impaired to V. We both hard hit, just like Camacho and Vargas. Who's the target? Now watch how we close the market, motherfuckers. Nigga, better watch your back, it's so cold. Pinky ring shine, so act like y'all know. Bitches in heat for niggas that got dough. We the finest gangster. What you don't got is my natural glow. Counting out stacks and macking out hoes. Pushing big dicks and packing our chrome. We the finest gangster. Nigga, better watch your back, it's so cold. Mackin' out home 